today and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? One of those rocks for me personally has always been that famous passage of Scripture in Mark chapter 14 where our Lord is uh, feeding the 5,000, actually more than that if you counted all the families, but at least 5,000 men. And it is a remarkable incidence in the life of the Lord that I think has some real practical lessons for us today. If you'll remember in Mark chapter 14, Jesus uh, went out into the ship in verse 13, and he went into a desert place where there wasn't many people. And yet when the people heard where he was, verse 13 says they followed him on foot and came out of the cities. And when Jesus uh, when Jesus saw this and beheld all the people that were coming, uh, he was really moved with compassion. Jesus, always having that shepherd's heart, was very much concerned about the brokenness and the, the physical sickness and the spiritual uh, bondage that they were in. And he felt compassion on them and he healed their sick, Matthew 14, 14 says. And of course, when the evening came, they were such a distance away from any city Uh, Jesus told the disciples and said, this is a desert place. The time is now past. Send the multitude away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals or food. But Jesus said unto them, they need not depart. Give ye them to eat. So Jesus gathers his disciples together and says, it's late now. And the disciples said to him, uh, you know, there's we need to, these folks need to leave so they can go get some supper. And Jesus literally says to them, why don't you take care of that? Uh, and of course, I'm sure they were very astonished because in verse 17, it says, they said unto him, we don't have anything but five loaves and two fishes. And he said, well, then bring them to me. By the way, what a, what a remarkable, small, short, terse statement that says, that when you come to the Lord and bring what little you have, God can turn it into something great. And I believe that that's true. When what I do have is dedicated to the Lord, is given to Him, He has the ability to be able to multiply. I mean, a picture of God's bountiful bountiful provision here is something that you cannot escape. And then He says, bring them hither to me. And in verse 19, Uh, He said, and he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass, and he took the five loaves and the two fishes, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and brake, and gave the loaves to his disciples, and the disciples to the multitude. So in the other Gospels, you read in the parallel accounts that they were made to sit down in groups of 50, and when they did so, uh, the Lord took those Uh, elements of fish and bread, and he began to give thanks to the Lord. There must have been something significant about the way Jesus said the blessing over the meal. Uh, As a matter of fact, at the end of the Gospel of Luke in chapter 24, you read about the two on the road to Emmaus, that their eyes were closed and they just couldn't tell, they couldn't see that it was Jesus that was walking with them after his resurrection. And in fact, they did not discover that it was Jesus until he started praying over the meal in their home, and then they recognized him for who he was. Well, that's another story, but in verse 20, uh, the Bible says, 
uh, about the crowd, that they did all eat and were filled, and they took up of the fragments that remained, twelve baskets full. And they that had eaten were about five thousand men beside the women and children. I've often in my own mind's eye tried to reflect on that, think what it must have been like. I was reading at one time after a man named F.B. Meyer. F.B. Meyer says, when God is host, there is enough for all. And I think there's a lot of truth in that. Uh, I often wondered, did the disciples, were they kind of stingy when given the uh, the bread and fish to give to the crowd at first? I mean, when they're first doling out all of this bread, I don't know how the Lord handed that to them. I don't know where he multiplied it. Did it multiply in his hand? Did it multiply uh, in a basket? Did it? Uh, we're just not told how that happened. But there's always been part of me that has, has wondered when they were doling out those supplies, did they really take care? Did they tell the people, you know, just one a piece, please, one a piece, don't take any more than, than that, because we've got to have enough to go, go, go around to everybody. Uh, but I think what happened is every time they'd empty a basket, they would go back to the Lord and there would be more. And they would fill up basket after basket after basket. I can't imagine. It must have been quite a task to feed at least those 5,000 men, not including wife and children. Can you imagine that? Uh, And I think every time they went back to the Lord to get fresh provision, they they were astounded. They were literally staggered by the provision And I believe what that did was it increased the disciples' faith. They began to understand a little bit better what's going on here. And then I tend to think that as they reached the back of the crowd or whatever the crowd was that was next, they probably were a bit more lavish in the way they handed everything out. I mean, they're distributing it and they might have been saying, hey, take what you want, you know, fill up, take all you need and so on. And they may have been much more extravagant in the way they doled out the things. You know, it's amazing to me that everyone who had an appetite that night, and apparently it was all of them, they could enjoy bread and fish, and I'll bet it tasted delicious, and there was plenty of it to go around. You know, I'm reminded that God's supplies in my life are as great as, as the demand that comes up in my life. Actually, it's greater because he's able, as the scriptures say, to make all grace abound toward each soul of man. Where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. And I believe it's that way in all the things of life. I think there was a huge provision, but what I also see in the text is a wise administration. Uh, there was a smart, prudent um, a stewardship of what was left. I mean, Jesus even said, gather up the frag- fragments. Uh, it, is, it is marvelous the way the Lord provides. He provides all that is needed and then some, but he's not wasteful. He took those up. Did he send them bag lunches on the way home? I don't know, perhaps. But they gathered up 12 basketfuls, and those aren't your little... Uh, tiny baskets. These were massive baskets that held a lot of food. There are a lot of lessons to learn from this wonderful story that God has given that our Lord performed 
there was no crowding. There was no pushing. Uh, people were gathered in, in order and God was, and uh, they were provided for by the hand of God. You know, I've enjoyed and, and, uh, um, been blessed so much by the bare necessities of life being provided for me uh, by God's gracious hand. But I think I've also been blessed even more than that. The Lord has been pleased to, to pour out his riches on all of us. He gives not just bread, but he gives fish. In my opinion, that's a little even going a step further because a man uh, can eat the bread and it's not bad, but having that fish is even better. God gives us luxuries as well as necessities. Um, how much there is in this life that we enjoy but is not absolutely necessary would probably make us uh, wonder in amazement. We look at the flowers, the fruit, we look at a sunrise and a sunset, we look at the ordinary beauty of a sunlit day, and we were reminded of Jesus' words in the Sermon on the Mount when he said, If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Well, we would ask the Lord today to teach us, to help us in the art of living with him, of waiting on him, of seeing his abundant provision for our needs, so that every ordinary event of the day becomes a time of praise, a time of gratitude, a time of thankfulness, that every meal becomes a, a holy meal, that every room becomes a, a sanctuary and a prayer place, and that every thought becomes a prayer to our Lord. Why don't you live today in that spirit of gratitude for the bountiful provision of the living God. God bless you. Walk with Christ.